Welcome to Spiritual Warfare. The enemy had taken a seat at my table, and I was allowing myself to listen to a color. Hello, my name is Teresa. Hello, my name's Kay. We will be reading from the book, Don't Give the Enemy a Seat at Your Table. It's Time to Win the Battle of Your Mind by Lou Giglio. Okay, Momentum Gathers. A few weeks later, I was leading a morning Bible study for the coaches of a professional sports team. The team season had been characterized by struggle and defeat, and the mood in the room felt low. The critics were circling. I would guess there was a measure of internal suspicion of strife. I could see the angst and despair on their faces. The coaches were in a similar place to where I'd been the night I first texted my friend. Midway through my message, I felt a nudge from the Spirit to pivot my walk toward what God was teaching me through Psalms 23 and what I'd been learning about the table God prepares and the presence of our enemies. I described to them how I sent my friend a lengthy, woe is me, back me up text and what he had replied to me. When I uttered the phrase, don't give the enemy a seat at your table, the atmosphere in the room shifted. The expression of many of the coaches' faces changed. Later, I heard from several of them that those nine words landed just as powerfully for them as they had for me. That same day, I headed back to Passion for a scheduled all-team meeting. As I returned to Atlanta, I called and asked for a table to be set up in the middle of the room with basic snacks and water glasses on it. I explained on what I had shared that morning with the coaches and morphed the message into a visual experience where I sat at a table with food on it and spoke on the promise of Psalm 23. Again, the message landed with power, so much that we fleshed it out into a full tape into a full talk that shared with our church the following Sunday. The food was a bit more scrumptious this time and the place setting a tad fancier. We had bountiful fruit, cheese plates, cold cuts, bread, dessert. Bam! Those nine words hit home again, deeply, profoundly. A mom of three who was in the midst of a contentious Separation told me those words were exactly what she needed to hear. A college student wrestling with thoughts of suicide echoed her response. It was clear I wasn't the only one struggling, and the message wasn't just for me. It was meant to be shared with as many people as possible. In time, I had the privilege of sharing the message around the world, and the experience became refreshingly interactive for me as a communicator. I would start the message on stage, but soon wound up at the table, which had been situated beforehand in the midst of the people. At some point, I'd pass food down the rows, encouraging people to enjoy a croissant or a brownie or a carrot stick, and then pass the tray of food on to their neighbors. Delectable looking, desserts always got the bigger, biggest cheer. But it wasn't about a potentially illustration. The landslide of power was a realization 
that the King of the Universe is inviting you and me to sit with him at his table. Can you imagine what it's going to be like sitting at his table? I once saw a picture. It was beautiful, Kay. It was a never-ending table into the heaven with beautiful gold plates and water glasses and all of these tables and chairs just white in the atmosphere and I'm thinking wow to have supper with the Lord can you really imagine it's going to be amazing it is going to be amazing it is going to be more than my mind can even wrap around what, what it's going to be like exactly those nine words were memorable but even more they were packed with proven power the story they conveyed was freeing and had instant application. It's a story of a good shepherd who sees you and walks with you through the valley. It's about God setting a table of nourishment and refreshment in the midst of trouble. This message lets you see how you don't need to let the thoughts in your head run wild. These nine words are ultimately a message of victory. We have victory <laughs> with words, powerful words. To kill and destroy or to praise. And encourage. And encourage, yeah. And fight. The heavens move on your behalf with the words that you pray. You can literally command the heavens down. God tells us that. Command the heavens down. That is your right as a child. And the power that we have with our words, that's what God wants as us to talk and pray. Words are powerful. So, Teresa, take back the table prepared for you. That's why I've written this book. I want to help you see that you have power through Jesus Christ to take the authority over who sits at your table, over who influences your thinking. You can take back your freedom and control your thoughts and emotions. You don't need to be trapped by fear, despair, or rage. Your mind doesn't have to be stressed. And I'm going to say something quickly. You don't have to be trapped by fear, despair, or rage. There is so much rage in the world right now. People are killing each other, shooting each other driving kids are getting shot on the streets that two-year-old that was in his car seat that a driver shot at the mother but it killed her son this is satan getting a hold of everybody's mind and the rage that he is causing he is causing havoc and people are not thinking they're letting the rage the despair, and everything get the best of them. People, we need to wake up when it comes to rage. We truly do. I'm guilty of literally something can just that quick make you that mad, and you have to pull it back. You have to say, oh, God, I'm sorry. You can't entertain it. You can't think about it because he will destroy your mind with all of this, and you will be so angry 
and you have to know where it's coming from. It's not coming from the person who cuts you off on the freeway. It's not. It's coming from Satan using that person. Do not give the enemy a seat. If you react, you invited him in. He is sitting down. He has control of your mind and your body. Do you want to be in prison forever because you shot at somebody? He would like to put you in prison. Is that what you want? Think about who's doing it. He uses people. It's spiritual warfare. Spiritual warfare, okay? You don't need to wrestle anymore with harmful thoughts. You're invited to an intimate relationship with the Almighty. The table he's prepared for you is one of peace, clarity, and abundance. Boy, does that sound much better than fear, despair, and rage. You don't have to give the enemy a seat at your table. To be clear, the nine words that arrived on my phone screen are what God used to set in motion the chain of events that led to this book. Yet the potential that waits for you in these pages is rooted in something far greater than a text message from a friend. The promise of this book is anchored in a message from your creator. His words to you in scripture are alive and powerful. His words can break the strongholds that have held you captive for years. Listen to this sentence again. His words can break the strongholds that have held you captive for years. They can help you think clearly again. His words will give you brand new sight. In the pages to come, will crack open Psalm 23 in a fresh way and will particularly highlight verse 5. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. I'll address the lies the enemy feeds you as he weasels his way into a seat at the table that's attended for you and your king. I'll outline ways to defeat those lies and help you find victory, peace, and security in the midst of any challenging circumstance or situation. And I'll give you practical, helpful encouragement to stand firm in Jesus and take control of your thoughts and fears. The devil wants nothing more than to crush you. He wants to steal from you everything you have. Like I said, if you lose your temper and you do something against somebody, he would love to see you in jail or wherever, and he's taken your life. And for what? Five minutes of anger that you can't reverse? If you really go off that bad like these people are, I know the world's a mess because of COVID and no jobs, and people are just kind of losing it right now. He wants to kill everything in your life that's good. Ultimately, he wants to destroy you. If he can claim the victory over your mind, he can eventually claim the victory over your life. But the message of Psalm 23 is that the good shepherd prepares a table for you. It's a table for two, and the devil is not invited to sit. This book offers an all-encompassing 
encompassing message that can be applied to any number of hard situations. It will help you find encouragement, hope, and strength in the midst of your valley. You don't need to listen to the voices of fear, rage, lust, insecurity, anxiety, despair, temptation, or defeat. You will hear and think these things. I did today. But I sat there and I fought through them. It took me a half an hour before I gained control over that. And I really had to fight, Kay. I truly did. I just, it's so much easier to sit there and let him have the seat and get mad and throw a little temper temper tantrum. It is easier for that. (laughs) But I wasn't doing it. I wasn't having it. And I sat there and I fought. So you can do it. I'm in this battle with you. I preach the same message to myself again and again. And I am confident that our good shepherd will be glorified as he leads us to win the fight for our minds. So let's go there together, me and you. It's time to take back what the enemy has stolen. Let's turn the page to take a closer look at what Good Shepherd's Table is all about. I am so thankful that Kay bought this book, Don't Give the Enemy a Seat at Your Table by Lou Giglio. It is going to open up a lot of victory for people. I agree. Yes, I do. When Teresa and I felt God moving in our lives to come together and start a podcast, God has just moved in our lives in a, in a mighty way. And this was a book that jumped off the pages to me. And God just placed in front of me, um, especially with us talking about spiritual warfare that is real and that's the message we want to get out there to you it's very real and a lot of people don't believe it and i hope that we can be encouraging to you i wanted to start a podcast and i was starting it with another friend and it wasn't getting off the ground We tried to get together, and then I had to go to school for it, and I had to learn how to edit and do all this other stuff. And then my other friend, she got COVID. Then her husband did, and he got COVID twice. She said, Teresa, I know what a germ freak you are. Jerry's got COVID again. Do you want me to come over? And I said, absolutely not. I (laughs) I can't do it. So... This was a year and a half, literally that long. I called my friend up. I said, Kay, could you please sit in for a couple sessions? I have got to get this podcast started. She didn't know what to think, and she was kind of apprehensive. She She was very apprehensive. I said, I just need you to just talk with me just for a couple of them. And that day I came over here, I had um, prayed about God's will, His presence was definitely here and we sat at the kitchen table God just moved through us and God just spoke through us as he is today and we're grateful to be his daughters and we're grateful to have this opportunity to reach out and hopefully touch and change and help lives but the thing is we have to be vulnerable and we have to share a lot of private things with you guys 
that is going to be a struggle at times for some of the personal things we're embarrassed that we did, but hopefully we will help you. And that was the thing. I know there's some stories that I will share when the timing is right. And one is about suicide, but the timing's not right for that. We have to bear all and be honest through all of this. So um, that's what Kay and I are called to do. So we really hope that we are helping you out there. We really do, and we do appreciate you stopping by. The next time we meet, it will be Chapter 2, the 23rd Psalm Remix, is what we will be talking about next time. So thank you for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed. Hope that you walked away with something. We hope that you'll continue the journey with us. Have a blessed week.